I'd like to read to you um, today from um, an article I wrote for uh, Rapport magazine, which is the magazine that goes out to all the ANLP members. That's the Association of Neuro-Linguistic Programming. Um, I was asked to write an author bio um, to accompany the launch of my book, Understanding Children and Teens. And it was an opportunity really for me to think back um, over sort of the past really as to what brought me to that point. So I thought I'd share it with you. Um, it's quite a long article, so maybe get a cup of tea or something. Anyway, you can always pause me. So as a child of the 60s, I was encouraged to ask questions, challenge and express opinions. In that pre-tech and TV age, family suppers used to last forever as hypothetical questions on political and social issues were battled back and forth and we were encouraged to be curious about people's actions. I was brought up to believe that people were inherently good and when they erred, they needed help, not punishment. That was my parents' parenting style too, and the only punishment I ever received was a disappointed look from my mum when I played truant to go to a Jimi Hendrix concert in Hyde Park. My first career choice was probation officer. I don't know where I even heard about that from. And looking back, I think I always wanted to understand people's motivations and help them make better choices that would bring them happiness. After my business studies degree, I joined the market research company Taylor Nelson at a magical time when Dr. T Dr. Liz Nelson was encouraging companies to explore how personality influenced consumer behaviour. We looked at Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram and even astrological star signs to understand how people with the same beliefs and personalities behave more similarly than people of the same age or socio-economic group. Market research is all about finding patterns and understanding the data. What does it mean and what shall we do? From there, I joined the Schlackman Group, owned by Bill Schlackman, a motivational psychologist from the US who had worked with Ernest Dichter on the psychology of consumer behaviour. In that boardroom overlooking Lord's Cricket Ground, we learnt psychodrawing, psychodrama, thematic apperception tests and Russia ink blots. We played with using metaphors to reveal unconscious motivations, which we used to help companies develop effective advertising, packaging, words, colours, images, anything that would resonate with consumers. When I set up my own company, I was able to choose my clients and moved into brand licensing research, focusing on children's brands, which for me held more appeal because they were fun, playful and colourful. Children's minds are so fantastically imaginative and creative and they are so full of positive possibility, which makes discussions so much fun. I developed my craft and spent a very happy 20 years playing with children, helping develop all the great 
children's TV shows, toys and books, and making insightful recommendations to my clients. By the time I was introduced to NLP by Sue Knight in 2001, I had four children, ran a Montessori nursery school from my home, and had started to feel uncomfortable about the commercial world and using my insight to make money for companies rather than benefit those who had given their insight. So from the first day with Sue in that beautiful manor house at Bix, Henley, I started to apply the NLP thinking to my own children. For many years, I ran my market research business, Kids Brands Europe, alongside my growing NLP business, which I called NLP Kids. I was at that time also doing an Open University creative writing course, then advanced creative writing, then children's literature, and I was working as a freelance writer on children, children's books and self-help books as a ghostwriter. Then, one day at a seminar on publishing run by the OU, I met Katie Roden and asked the question, I'm only a ghostwriter, would I be able to submit a proposal? She immediately pointed out that as a ghostwriter, I would have the advantage of flexibility, being able to write in different voices and to different readers. So I did. I submitted my proposal for Be a Happier Parent to Hodder and Stoughton that very evening. It went to a panel who asked me to slightly change the voice, which I did, and I went on to write the first of five books published by Hodder during the period 2011 to 2014. By now, I had given up market research and was an NLP trainer as well as running NLP kids, coaching children and teens. It was always important to me, perhaps because of my upbringing and the Montessori input, to put learning into the hands of children so they could make the adjustments themselves and take responsibility for their own change. That way, they would gain the self-esteem of having done it for themselves. I wanted, therefore, to write workbooks for children so they could learn about NLP, but Hodder weren't interested, so I approached MX Publishing who went on to publish nine engaging NLP workbooks and two series of children's books, plus a couple of toddler picture books that I translated for the author whilst I was on a skiing holiday one year in France. I run the local ANLP practice group and encourage members to share their skills. On one occasion, Chris Fisher showed us EFT and I was completely spellbound. It was such an obviously fabulous tool to use with children, as they often can't express what they're feeling, yet can tell you in metaphor, colour and image. It's like a green dragon in my tummy, breathing fire, and the fire is red and hot and the dragon is angry. No one is listening to him and now he's sad and he's gone into my heart. That's a fairly typical conversation with a child about their feelings. Easy then to just gently suggest we tap on Green Dragon and we can tap around the body, noticing how colour cha color changes and feelings location in the body. Once we've done this, we might move on to an NLP technique such as perceptual positioning, where the Green Dragon is put in position two and the child from position one talks to the dragon to find out what it wants. We may then do a timeline and anchor how things will be when he gets it, future pace to the next school day or the next time their sibling takes a toy from them. 
I did Carl Dawson's training in EFT and matrix re-imprinting and then Sharon King's birth re-imprinting training to unearth a few of my own gremlins. Then when I was in Australia visiting my son and family, I did Caroline Dawson's past life re-imprinting training. I continued to add everything I learned into my NLP training as my motivation has always been to share what I know so families could benefit, and happily they do. I started writing Understanding Children and Teens, a practical guide for coaches, in January 2020, before we knew how our lives would so significantly change. My intention was to give my NLP peers a full understanding of how they could use their skills to work with children and teens. I wanted to pass on everything I knew, with examples from my practice, exercises and activities. For EFT practitioners, I wanted to share the all-important NLP principles that, for me, underpin EFT and the energy modalities. Then COVID happened and homeschooling was very abruptly dumped into the lap of every mother in the UK. At first, children thought it was fun. And, for a while, the absence of all the panic of getting to work, after-school activities and so on was a bit of a holiday. They enjoyed seeing more of mum and dad. And schoolwork was interspersed with bike rides and family activities. However, as we know from the work we do, these situations trigger limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I'm not heard. I'm not loved. I'm scared. And so on. The absence of physical access to friends and grandparents made mums feel isolated and children feel trapped. Families needed help. I realised I needed to rewrite my book to include all those who work with children. Parents and teachers needed to know more about how NLP could help make a difference in their life. So the new title became Understanding Children and Teens, a Practical Guide for Parents, Teachers and Coaches. This book and the one to follow in March, NLP and EFT for Parents, which, by the way, the title has changed to Empower Your Kids, a Coaching Guide for Parents, which I think is a rather better title. I want you to know what I know. Take these skills, combine them with your own inner knowing, your love of children and teens and your intuition and underpin it with your desire to make a difference in our crazy world so the next generation does not repeat the mistakes of ours by prioritising themselves over kindness for others and for our planet. So there you go. You know a bit more about me now and a bit more about my writing, my motivation for writing, my desire to make a difference and my desire to share what I know with you. So I hope you found this interesting.